0: Welcome to the With You Always podcast, brought to you by SushiPay, the online community information platform for disciples. Here we invite followers of Jesus Christ to share reflections and wisdom from the journey. Our hope is to instill a recognition that God is indeed with us always. Today, Trish Irvine from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, shares what God is doing in her life.
1: The Gospel about Martha and Mary is one that I think that I could probably spend the rest of my life reflecting on. Because every time I come to it, I find something that moves my heart, whether it's the same thing as the time before, or if it's something new and different. And so Luke 10 verses 38 to 42 says, Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing— Mary has chosen the better part and it will not be taken from her. There seem to be so many things in this passage that kind of speak to the complexity of dynamics that can be found between siblings. And so we have Martha, who's the one who is mentioned as welcoming Jesus, and then Mary, who sits at his feet and listens. And I think at times we can fall into being one or the other with all of the good and bad that that entails. Because Martha is not the bad one in this story. She's also welcoming Jesus and she's seeking to provide for him. And those are good things, but it also says that she is anxious and worried about many things. And that she questions if the Lord even cares about her And the decision she comes up with of how he will show that he cares for her is he will tell her sister to help her. Like she has already figured out the solution to her problem. And Mary is at the feet of Jesus. And it's easy to either want to be her or to not like her. That she just sits there and listens to the Lord. And I'm sure you've had experiences where you're doing work and You notice that the people around you are just seated and not doing anything. And you can't help but wonder how they could just do that, how they could just sit there and not even consider helping you. And then when Martha brings the situation to Jesus, Jesus seems to just say that Mary gets to continue sitting there, that she picked the better part. And so if you were faster, if you would have picked the better part, then you would have been able to have it too. And so there's this kind of tension that's found within the relationship, it makes me wonder what was the daily life like for Martha and Mary? What were other things they tended to butt heads about? What were other problems or questions or difficulties? But I think for me, the the main line or the main verse that stands out is Martha's question to Jesus, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? There's so much wrapped up in that, this questioning of, does the Lord care about my situation? Does he know? I just finished reading the book Silence by Shushako Endo. And there's this recurring theme throughout the whole book. It's during the persecution of Christians in Japan in the 1600s. And the main character keeps asking this question of, why is God still silent? Why does he not respond? Why does he not do something? And there's this great sorrow in that, and it's easy from the outside to be able to to give the solution. Uh, But there's also something that needs to be just reflected on and entered into, but then also to speak truth into that. So this man feels like because God isn't doing something or stopping the persecution, because God remains, as he puts it, silent, that, that in a way maybe God's to blame for the persecution or maybe he doesn't care. And we see these words of Martha, Lord, do you not care? And I think if we're honest, that should strike to the heart of all of us that there's some situation or experience we've had where we question if the Lord cares about us or if he cares about the particulars of our life. And then something that more recently came to my attention was the end of that sentence, where she says that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving. So she's questioning if the Lord cares. But then Martha also has this experience of loneliness, of feeling left by others. And she's presenting this to the Lord perhaps in a bit more of a complaining tone than we think she ought, but I think in a very real and human way. Lord, I'm wondering if you care about what's happening. Do you see what's happening? And I don't know if you've noticed this, but my family, people who are supposed to be closest to me, they seem to have abandoned me or left me alone. And she brings this need to the Lord. And the response is perhaps not what she desires. And at times we can maybe even look at this and be annoyed or frustrated at the response the Lord gives. But I think he does answer her questions in a in a way. Her question of, Lord, do you not care? He answers by letting her know that he does care, that he hears her concern that he's present with her, and then that her sister has left her by herself to do the serving. Jesus likes to cut to the heart and proposes that perhaps the problem she's presenting is not the main problem that she has. Then maybe there's more than what she can see. Maybe it's just not the fact that Mary's not helping set things out for a meal, or tidy up after eating something, or whatever. But maybe there's some underlying bitterness, or anger, or resentment, or worries that are there too. The Lord is inviting Martha even deeper. He's not dismissing her needs, or dismissing her questions, but he's inviting her into a deeper experience of life and a deeper relationship with him. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for the gift of Martha and Mary, for the complexity that they offer to us, for their humanity, for the ways that we can see ourselves in them. Lord, we ask that you would grant us the grace to be like Mary, to be able to sit at your feet and listen to you, and the grace to be like Martha, to welcome you into our homes, and to present our questions and our needs to you with great sincerity. Amen.
0: Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples.